A couple of Sundays ago, I was in church with Deb. We were doing the live streams in the morning. We were sat on the platform and we were able to look out of the windows of the church. And as we looked out, there was lots of snow coming down. I love the snow. I love watching it. It's mesmerizing. I think it's because we don't get a great deal of snow here. But it was wonderful. We just sat watching it in between the live streams. We had a little look and we thought, oh, this is fantastic. And then it dawned on me that at some point I'm going to have to drive my car three miles to try and get home. Deb, Deb had come on foot, so she was absolutely fine. So at the end of the live streams, we, uh, myself, Ian, Mrs. Lund, Joel, Deb and I, we went outside and we saw that the snow really was quite deep. There was quite a few feet of it. So they started to dig out uh, the road going down the hill. And I tried to get my car out of the car park. I struggled. Ian had to dig me out. I was so grateful to those guys for helping me. Then I kind of went down the hill very, very slowly and tentatively. Skidded out into the middle of the road, but we were okay. There was nothing coming. And then turned the corner to go down to TGI Fridays that way. And my car was skidding all over the road. And I'm thinking, oh, my life, this isn't great but let's keep on going let's keep praying let's hope for the best anyway i got through town got to where the horse and jockey pub is got through the traffic lights and at the other side of the traffic lights there's a little bit of a hill and that was taking out all of the cars that were trying to get up there so i'm going as as uh, as fast as i can but as slow as i can trying to inch my way up this hill and I've made a little bit of progress, but I'm getting nowhere. I'm getting nowhere fast. I'm thinking, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna have to just dump the car on the side of the road and walk home because this is precarious. This is a nightmare. There is no way I'm on my own. How am I gonna get my car up this hill? And as I was trying, people kept walking past me, just looking in and I thought, come on, please, somebody help me. And I'm praying, God, I, I don't know what to do. I need for you to give me your wisdom. About five minutes into this, out of nowhere this guy just comes running up the hill gets behind my car and just starts pushing and he keeps pushing and pushing and pushing until he's got me up the hill i don't know who this guy is i've never met him before but i am so grateful i see it as an answer to prayer i think that this guy is just fantastic so i'm bibbing my horn uh, to say thank you and he's waving and he just runs off back down the hill doesn't want any thanks really i don't know who he is but I'm so grateful that in my moment of need, this guy came out of nowhere, the kindness of a stranger. And it kind of frustrated me a bit at all the people that walked past. And as I got home safely, it reminded me of the story of the Good Samaritan. Many of us will know it. We find it in Luke chapter 10 in the Bible. And Jesus is talking about the most important commandment, which is to love God. And then he goes on to say, he adds to that, and love your neighbour. As yourself and those listening are like well, well who is my neighbor and so Jesus tells this story of a guy who gets beaten up and robbed he is absolutely thumped to bits he's left naked lying in the road and then Jesus talks about three people that see this guy in need in the road the first two are locals they come one at a time one of them is a very religious person. The other would have thought of themselves as an upstanding member of the community. But they see this guy and they think, oh, I'm not getting my hands dirty. They see the plight that he's in. They cross over the road, walk on by and ignore him. Jesus says the third person that comes along is from Samaria. That's why it's given the title of the Good Samaritan. Now in those days, Samaria was at the other end of the country. And people hated the Samaritans. 
They were really, really despised and rejected. And so here was somebody who was just passing through. Wasn't the geographical neighbour of this guy in trouble? He sees that he's in need. And he goes and he helps. And he does all that he can to sort the man out. And Jesus says, which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The experts in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Go and have mercy on those that you see in need, whether they're your physical neighbour, whether you know them, whether they're in another part of the world. Jesus is like, go. Go and show mercy. Go and show kindness and love and compassion. And for me, two Sundays ago, I experienced that kindness, that compassion. That guy didn't have to come running up a hill and push my car, but he did. And so I want to encourage us in this week ahead to be praying and to be saying, God, how can you use me to display your mercy, your kindness, your goodness, and to get involved in helping in other people's lives? Could that be our prayer? Could that be what we fix our eyes upon this week? Use me. Use me with those that I know, with those that I don't know. And I want to suggest three ways that we can do that. It's quite different and difficult in these lockdown times. But the first thing I want to say is never underestimate the power of prayer. That that is a real way that we can show mercy and compassion and help to other people. Whether that is someone that we know, whether that is someone that we don't know. One of the things that I do now is when I see an ambulance drive past me, if I'm out walking the dogs or if I'm in my car, I pray. I pray for those that are in the ambulance that are treating the sick. I pray for their protection. I pray that God would work through them. I pray for healing and for health. It's just something that I do. I don't know those ambulance drivers. I don't know the situation that they're going into, but God does. So I pray a blessing, I pray protection, I pray that God would be at work through them. Sometimes I might be in a shop and I might just get a sense that I just want to pray for that person. And I'll pray a blessing over them, they don't know it, I'm two metres away. I don't lay hands on and do anything weird, but I'm just praying. Prayer is such a powerful tool. It may be that we see someone on television, it might even be our Prime Minister, it might be somebody else, and we just think, I want to just, out of the mercy of God, pray for that person. Who can God prompt us to pray for this week? That is showing mercy and kindness and compassion. Maybe we know them, maybe we don't. Secondly, I want to ask us not just to invite the Holy Spirit to lead us who to pray to, but I want to invite us to ask the Holy Spirit who it is that God would have us get involved with this week. Maybe it's a phone call, maybe it's a card, maybe it's a conversation. Maybe it is somebody in the shops that we don't know. Can we ask God, by your Holy Spirit, would you prompt me, would you lead me? Like that guy that came running to help me with the car. He saw a situation and he responded. Can we pray, Holy Spirit, give me the eyes of faith. Give me the situations that unfold before me where actually I can be your agent of mercy, of kindness 